a young man dedicated to the legal development and the bringing of justice to those disempowered through their struggles of domestic violence and GBV in our society. With us today on Call to Serve, we have Sia Gentile, the co-founder of the hashtag NotInMyName International Civic Organization. So due to labor migration, my family moved uh, two years before I was born. They moved from the Eastern Cape to the Northwest in Tlekstorp. Mm. That's where I was born, right? The rest of my siblings, uh, I'm the last born. So me and my sister were born uh, in Tlekstorp in the Northwest. Yeah. So that's where I'm from. I grew up there. I, I went to school there. I only left uh, just after matric. I left and then I came to, I stayed a, a little bit in Princeton, in, in, in Brixton, in Joburg. Yeah, and then I came to Pretoria. So I came here with the assistance, obviously, of my brother. My, my Two of my brothers were here already. One yeah. stays in Centurion, another one in Mamelodi. Mm. Um, and then I went to UT to study uh, uh, for a, a Surveying engineering uh, diploma, national diploma. Yeah. Uh, and then that was it. And then just before I could complete my diploma, I got a job as a, as a civil engineering technician. I worked for about uh, five years. Then yeah. I, I resigned and went to start not in my name. Not in my name. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And then I remember it caused quite a, a lot of controversy yeah, and it yeah. caused a lot of conversations, I understand. Yeah. I, I understand that fact. and. Like, I found it rather interesting, you are mm. talking about uh, supporting women and whatnot, yeah. and also enforcing this thing, your conversation, and it happened yeah. around about the time where Nonali discussions of men's conference. Yeah, 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 men are trash, <laughs> yeah, yeah, things men like trash, that. Um, it was just after uh, that, ish, that terrible um, incident where that uh, 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 that man, uh, I think his name was Sandy Lemans, so yeah, yeah. killed Karabo Mkwena, then yeah. set her light and fees and all that. Yeah. And for me, another time I was I was working for this civil engineering consulting firm. So I was getting news from radio and, and I was not even big on social media, like I was not paying too much attention at the yeah. time. Um, and then I was like, yeah, but people are talking. But in my opinion then was that um, the voice of men is missing in the conversation. Yeah. Right? And and I won't lie, I didn't know much about the spaces I know now. I didn't know what the dynamics involved. Um, the concept of feminism, I didn't know what that means. You yeah. uh, know, for yeah. what good reason? I was like, okay, we're killing women, so we deserve it and all that. But the long and short of it is that I, I I said to myself I need to be part of the collective that calls other men into taking collective responsibility mm. um, and stand up against the killing of women and children. Mm. And then I how it started it was very funny actually. I was like, uh, okay, I don't have the voice. I don't know how to you know advocate. I'm just a yeah. technician here drawing uh, house plans and you know water pipes, <laughs> circulation network. I'm drawing, it. calculating, analyzing, <laughs> and then I was like. I'm going to to you know organize a match, a mass demonstration, yeah. to call men to join us, and you know, um, 
give a voice into this thing. Mm. And then did that and then I went online and I started making the announcement. Yeah, next week Saturday Ramacha go Pretoria. We're moving from Church Square to Union Buildings. I didn't even know that first of all you need a, 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 a permit to yeah. to convene. I didn't know um, so I, I get these two guys, uh, friends of mine, they're like jumping in. The, the yeah. other one is a graphic designer. It's like, I'm going to do a poster, did a poster, I send it out. Mm. So I don't know if I should say fortunately or unfortunately, the, that week or that few months, the conversation around people's mouths was that, where's the voice of men? Why are South yeah. African men keeping quiet? Because I think almost every week we had another story. I remember yeah. uh, two girls found uh, under a bridge, go so it, or then you, you hear another story, or uh, this man, uh, or, or like, this woman, yeah, 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 Dross, yes, also, which yeah. came a bit later on. And, and, and um, then said, no, we need to do something. So, <laughs> We sent out that thing online, right, uh, through Twitter and whatnot. So it was retweeted by celebrities. I remember Casper mm. was amazing. Casper came and marched with us, both Matthew Booth um, and, and others, Bo Matley, this actor. And now everyone was like, okay, the spotlight was on these young uh, three guys who yeah. are trying to do something finally. And, and they, they, okay, you know, there the, are those ones who are like, yeah, men again, making it all about them. That was the dissenting <laughs> voice from yeah. the feminist movement. And you know, they, 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 they crashed us, man. Yeah. Yo, 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 yeah. I know they chowed us for a very long time. And they, Initially, they can argue. No, they can. Initially, <laughs> the match was a men only, yeah. right? And a lot of people don't know this. We said we are going to march as men. And then I remember they came out and said, yeah, uh, you are making this thing about you men as usual. Yeah. Uh, 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 so uh, why, why, why? We can't own the space. It's our space. What, 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 what? I'm like, I don't even know the language that you guys are using here. Yeah? Yeah. Said so to the guys, you know what? Let's involve the ladies as well. Then we made an announcement. Okay, everyone is welcome to march. Families, children, and all that. Yeah. So yeah. Then that thing went, it, it, it blew up and then people were like, uh, so we had a problem with the city of Tswane because we didn't uh, request permit. Mm. Um, but now I remember the, the security cluster meeting telling them that, you know what guys, the whole country is coming to Pretoria this Saturday. So should I go back and tell the people of South Africa that the city of Tswane security cluster does not want men to stand up against the abuse of women? Yeah. Should I go and say that? Did you like, yeah, no, no. yeah, no, I had to. I had to because uh, it was it was a done deal. Yeah. You know, we have received calls from Cape Town, from all over the country, Bloomfontein, people are saying, is it safe? I'm coming with my grandchild. I'm coming with, uh, you know, because we believe that it was big, bro. It was yeah. big. I couldn't believe it. You know, I spent the, the next week without going to the office, you know. Um, yeah. You know. yeah. What, were, what were your aims and objectives yeah. after that? Yeah, you know? yeah. Because uh, by, by how it sounds, Gary, it was just an abrupt decision. For it, was, it was, it was. It was. It was. It further than that. Yeah, to understand. yeah. And, and, and yeah, sorry to interject. Also, mm. it's very important what you're saying because um, my problem with campaigns and campaigning mm. in, the, in the country and even elsewhere, part of the forums that I'm in international, is that yeah. you start a campaign, right, 16 days of activism against this and that. Mm. After 16 days, day 17, we've all forgotten. We're talking yeah. about something else. There's uh, no consistency. There's no consistency. Yeah. And then my question now that I posed to myself was that, how are we going to sustain this campaign, mm. right? Uh, uh, and something is very fun. How do you register an organization and call it not in my name? I mean, yeah. that's... 
that's that's a sentence yeah. you know? but i thought like because this is what we we did with galvanizing you know everyone against uh, these issues um let's use this let's register not in my name south mm. africa as an organization which is now not in my name international because yeah. we launched our pan-african desk on africa day this year mm. um we've got participants and members in other african Probably countries yeah. yeah so 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 the idea was now we need to sustain the campaign the campaign is still the hashtag not in my name that's a campaign it's not an organization now the organization which started as the campaign has now branched into other issues as well. So now we've got three main uh, 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 focuses, which is gender equality. That's where we deal with issues of rape, um, femicide, abuse of women and children. Then we've got another wing, which which deals with um, uh, issues of social relief. We give people food, we give uh, school shoes, uniform, blankets, sanitary towels and all that. Then lastly, we've got education and development, which is um, we try and and link um, uh, financially deserving students uh, with, uh, you know, opportunities to further their education. Um, We also have got... Uh, uh, discussions with boys and men yeah. around um, how they can develop themselves and be better men in the society who will contribute positively mm-hmm. to the development of our country. So so those are the three main pillars of the organization now. People might think, Hori, yes, mm-hmm. as, as we've been having yeah. this conversation with you, it's, it's, it's sort of like you are a sympathizer and a mm-hmm. subscriber to feminism mm-hmm. whereby men are just being viewed as as, yeah. as people that are killers or yeah, rapists and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. But how Shabadi states, mm. men are actually far more mm. uh, likely to be killed yeah. than women. I agree. I agree. So there are those discrepancies telling things. Mm. Mm. So how do you guys mm. balance that? How do you how do you, you know if you if you that? if you check all all the interviews that I've done I've always made our stance clear as an organization. In fact, I always say to the guys here that we need to stay away from labels. Mm. Because once you start labeling yourself as this and that, you, you, you are somehow alienating the other group. So once we start identifying yes. as this, mm. uh, the, the other automatically feels left out of the conversation and the discussion. Yeah. So, so and people have come out and say, yeah, you, you, you are by definition a feminist movement. And I ask a question, what is it? Well, how do you describe a, a feminist? Mm. If what we do here uh, qualifies us to be called that, then it's fine. But I see Abulela Gentile would never come out and say, I'm a feminist. Yeah. And the problem, as I've always said, is that the problem is not men. Yes. The problem is not women. The problem is a system, system. which is a patriarchy, which is a system that is uh, has been largely, you know, uh, created and 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 based on male supremacy and female subordination. It's true, mm. but the very same patriarchy has been for years protected by the very same women yes. that it 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 it, it suppresses. It oppresses, yeah. uh, but at the same time, you have men who are standing up against the patriarchy as a system. Mm. So, so that tells you that um, even though the system favors men, there are men who are standing up against it. And, and, and my view has always been that on the question of how do we dismantle patriarchy. We don't dismantle patriarchy by replacing it with, uh, I'd say, what we would now call matriarchy, which yeah. gives power to, to women mm. and whatnot. You don't do that, mm. right? You, you, you introduce a system that says, 
to both men and women we are equal as created by God mm. and and that's where my first problem has been with the whole feminist uh, uh, thing mm-hmm. that yeah. now you have a system that says men must be on top and then subordinate uh, subordinates women mm. now you want to replace it with the one that says women must be on top <laughs> and then yeah. years later after 100 200 500 years our children now will be trying to dismantle matriarchy yeah because men have been killed by women so you need to address a broader a, a, a scale you need to have a conversation at, at a larger scale around violence Yes. before we can even put gender into it yeah. we are very violent as a society. society so that's why i always say that i don't believe in the whole men are broken narrative mm-hmm. i think the society is broken and these scripts of brokenness are always passed on from one generation to another mm-hmm. um, um so we, at some point we need to break the cycle yeah. so so but to 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 close this question um we sympathize or we stand in solidarity with the victim in most mm-hmm. of our cases Um there's a man who came a woman who came here I'll make a quick example uh, late 2019 she had she claimed that she was uh, abused by this man who's a big uh, shot uh, at the time where he was working mm. and then we accompanied her to court uh, we set up a meeting with this man and then he gives us his side of the story which made more sense this man brought uh, where she said the incident happened it was in a restaurant one of the incidents mm. there's cameras we saw the footage you know exactly the opposite of what she told us happened then no but come now and account then she started distancing herself from us mm. then what we did was we jumped a fence You know as an organization you said we know we're standing with this man now because in this instance this man is He's a victim, victim. right yeah. and and now people especially other organizations who are in the same space that we are in for that incident they also came out and said no we are secondary victimizing uh, women and what not but he said mm-hmm. guys we are not going to get anywhere with the conversation if we are not being 100% transparent into yeah. what is happening in this country and that was a life lesson for us as an organization if you are not even honest exactly and cases like this are addressing the genuine call for justice for people who really need it yeah. there are women who are being raped like literally being raped and we need to believe them we need to be support to to to, to support them uh, there are women who are being abused but we need to also speak against the weaponization of gender to say that if there's disagreements between you and your girlfriend she now goes and screams abuse when there was no abuse that has taken place mm. so because of that we immediately disqualified as activists who <laughs> are now a, a feminist yeah. you know yeah. so 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 the view i i i hold is that you must now agree to this uh, uh, crusade that is angry and out there to get men that kill them all you know mm. you, men are trash and what not you know and for me that thing is does nothing to advance mm. uh, the call for gender equality so, we need to have uh, so mm. to say the narrative is very dangerous it is very it dangerous is it is very dangerous here's another example i want to make you mm. you you have a group of boys ne? having a conversation and then you tell them that they are trash what do you expect of them we are planting a seed they are small boys 9 10 we have we have conversations with those ones we have programs uh, we call it uh, not in my name 
boys and girls scouts. How do I test them? Those boys look up to me. I tell them that you are trash by virtue of being born male. Yeah. What have you done? No, I should be an example and say that, you know what? You need to be, a, this is how a role model looks like. This is how a positive uh, masculinity looks like. Yeah. Not that I invite someone who can't tell these boys are trash. You, yeah. you are not solving the problem. In fact, you are you perpetuating, are you are, crea- you are creating it. Problem, exactly. So, so, and I understand others will say, yeah, you're saying that because you're a man, you're speaking from a point of privilege. Mm. Whichever way you look at it, at some point we need to break the cycles. This is a young boy, he needs to be taught how to relate with the opposite gender. You cannot come and tell him that at 10 years old he's trash because he's a man. It's, 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 it's problematic and we need to stand up against those narratives regardless of who will drag us or whatever. And and also lastly on this issue, yeah. the, the, what this whole, um, and I know again I may not be fully vested into what feminism is. But mm-hmm. from what I understand, from what I see, mm-hmm. uh, and what we've come to term as pseudo-feminism, <laughs> is that there we don't. Do, there's those people. They don't want uh, solutions. You know, if there's an issue, they don't. There's no room for dialogue. There's, you, you know, mm-hmm. they just want to call people trash and cut their their private parts and do this and do and. And as an organization, we stand against that. We are so saying it's, it's rather, from your observations, it's rather extremist behavior. It is extremist, and it's not solving. In fact, it's creating more problems because once you do that, uh, predominantly uh, men who are perpetrators, they are going to go into the defensive. Yeah. So you want to talk, talk to me about the social setup of our communities, but you've already told me that I'm trash because I'm a man. You've already told me that I'm violent. So what is it that I'm going to talk to you? You've decided that I'm trash, so why not? You know, mm-hmm. and and that is what we need to 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 stand up strongly against. Mm-hmm. So so. I, I I don't think I don't consider myself a feminist. Yeah. I don't consider this organization a feminist organization, because yeah. the encounters that we've had with people who refer themselves as feminists has not been a pleasant one. We only said that we are men who have realized that there is a problem, and now we want to be part of the solution. Mm. And then if there's a lack of education on our part and ignorance, educate us. Mm. Don't punish us. Don't send us in you know into eternal condemnation ourselves we've got issues yeah. that we want to deal with that is why we were not working with perfect men mm. we are working with men who are saying we are part of the problem mm. now we want to be part of the solution mm. now with that being said now this movement it has had marginal growth mm. you know both in the country and internationally as you've alluded to it mm. now how has this growth amplified your resolve towards uh, the communities which you are based in? Mm. Um, it, it, it has amplified our resolve um, to do more, uh, our resolve to try again, you know. Um, but it has also motivated and inspired us, uh, inspired us to say that, I mean, if you, coincidentally, by the way, today is the 5th of August, that is the day we launched officially in, in, in 2017. We started working in May, we celebrate our birthday in May, but the official launch was on the 5th of August. Mm. Uh, so, so, so it's good that we're having this conversation just for me to reflect as well. Mm. Um, but on the growth that we've had, you know, uh, it, 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 it has indeed been a very long one, a painful one, but it has legitimized our cause and us as an organization, you know, in such a way that, you know, when you, when you, when you 
take up courses or, or, or spaces. The fact that you are from not in my name, sometimes it, it means that, you know, people are able to take you serious, you know. Um, we are dealing with a case now from SAFA and, and uh, Gauteng Sports Confederation. Or, or, you know, if you get people like that coming here in order for us to meditate, mediate some of their internal squabbles and help with some of their cases, it, it shows growth. But that is on another level. At a community-based level, for me, that is the most important one. Mm. You know, getting a call from a blind lady in Bramfisha who always assists with, uh, with, with basics in a house, she'll be like, you know, God bless you for the work that you are doing. That means something, mm. you know. It, it, you know, someone, it's, it's someone uh, 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 giving you those blessings to carry on uh, one more day. Mm. And, and it means you are in touch with... With people, with that people. You want to actually exactly. have a conversation. Exactly. With, and know. now going into the local government elections, we've received a lot of calls. People saying, Why are you not registering? And then get some of your people to run for council. You know, no, no, no. That is not our space. Mm. Our space is social justice, civic engagement, civic leadership. We want yeah. to do community work. So 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 with the growth that we've had and, and it has amplified that to say we, we, we need to keep working the ground some more. We're still a very young organization, yes. uh, regardless of the growth that we've had. Um, I mean, we've uh, I've been nominated for an award in Kenya. Uh, I made I made the, the top three finalists. The awards are in the, on the third of of, 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 of of September, founder of the year awards. I mean, that tells you if 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 I can be nominated for an award in East Africa. Um, you know, uh, your work has an impact. It, it has an impact. Yeah. You know, it shows that. And 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 I won't lie. All these opportunities were presented to me because of the initiative I took through the Not in My Name organization. Yeah. You know, so it shows that we are growing, and and and, and it rubber stamps that um, we stayed true to the cause and we've stayed the the, the you know the. The, the, the do you call this the test of time mm. um, yeah and and with that being said I mean the impact of it like you've had three bills which you've contributed towards mm. for the National Assembly in mm. South Africa mm. to actually adopt mm. it mm. understand mm. can you tell us more as to how you wish to see people or mm. the, the the change you would want to witness mm. you know mm. especially with 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 respect to how this, these bills are implemented mm. and mm. the relationship as well between the mm. communities and mm. uh, the respective department, law enforcement departments mm. with regards to those bills. Yeah, without going into details also on the specifics, what is important and what, what we, we, we've always advocated for as an organization, um, civic engagement is very important. Yeah. You need you need not have a gap between the people and their government. I was having a conversation yesterday with 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 an IT CEO from some big IT company in in, in Mendeley. He was saying that who's the actual who's government? If mm. you think about it critically, who's government? Remember, yes. remember, remember when 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 our forefathers were were struggling. They said the people shall govern. Mm. So from that context, it tells you that. In fact, those people there, they are not government. We may call them government because, mm. but we are the government. Yes. Those people are the custodians mm. of our aspirations, right? Mm. So they need uh, then to create platforms that our aspirations and our fears will be ventilated. Mm. 
So, 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 so that is what we believe in. That is the civic engagement that we believe in. Mm. And of all the submissions that we, and I won't lie and say, you know, they've been our ideas, uh, like the ones around around uh, gender-based violence, would always support causes. Uh, some were made by other people. And we, you know, we, we, we support them, whether they go to parliament, uh, would go to the National Assembly and attend some of the portfolio committee meetings uh, as, as social partners. Mm. To say that um, it's about time that there should not be us and them in South Africa. Yes. And that should influence how the people um, uh, actually, uh, you know, they have discussions between themselves and their government, their government. which is themselves so it's yeah. like us talking to us you know and that is how we'll move the country forward yeah. so so the idea has always been been that we need to have that environment but also what is most important is that you know bills and amendments are very well and nice on paper mm. you know they are written by educated people with nice english you've, mm. which is fine but what yeah. does it do physically and practically? Yeah. Does it change the material conditions of the people on the ground? Mm. You know, and the answer is a resounding no, not yeah. yet. So, so what we are saying is that whatever submissions we've been part of and and and, and supported around gender-based violence, uh, the Department of uh, um, Correctional Services and Constitutional Devel Development is to say that those things must then be translated from paper. To practicality. Yeah. So we need to start moving from just the mere discourse to practical uh, 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 um, action mm. on the ground. Now we've recently witnessed uh, the social unrest, mm. which are both politically and economically motivated, you know, mm. in our country. And also considering the fact that the COVID-19 lockdown regulations have had a very strenuous effect, yeah, yeah. impact on the people. Now, mm. that was fertile ground for domestic violence to be on a surge, mm. you know? And how has this affected your work? Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's a very good question. Um, you know, as I said offline when we were just chatting, yeah, mm. that we've had to close the office for, for the whole past, this past month, but Beyond that, we've had to close for a week, for three days and whatever. Mm. Um, um, and it, it was at a time where the civil society was needed to be on the ground. Yeah. So for us, the whole space and time has affected our work tremendously. In a sense that, I'll start with COVID-19. When COVID-19 started, we had just launched our Amanskral Water Project. Mm. Um, I think to date we've provided over 1.1 million litres of clean drinking water to the people of Amanskral. Mm. I don't know if you're familiar with the Amanskral water issues. The water is, there is not fit for human consumption. Yeah. So when COVID started, uh, our programme had started the year before in November, December, January, so we're still busy with that. And then we had then needed to say, okay, the government says you must wash your hands for 20 seconds with soap and water. Mm. Now forget the fact that you don't afford soap. You don't have water. water. Clean water. That is good water. That is yeah. uh, from there you must still eat and do that and do that. So we started assisting people with food packs, with soup kitchens. Uh, it was a massive project. I think we we to date last time I checked a few weeks ago, we had benefited over eighty nine thousand families nationally, eighty nine thousand, mm. and um, 
you know, that shows you that in a democratic, we cannot be having, uh, I don't even want to get into the statistics of poverty in, in South Africa, mm. but if one organization has got the burden of feeding 89,000 families mm. in a space of a few months' time, that tells you that there's something fundamentally wrong with, with, with that society. Yeah. So we, we got a, a solidarity award from the United Nations for that work, by the way, in, in, mm. in July last year. Um, which, which was another milestone for us to show. Thank you. Um, to show to show that you know what we are doing is is also taken note of. Um, but yeah, we, we've we've been negatively affected also in, in such a way that we are not able to do some of your programs. But at the same time, there is a need in the community. Yes. Government comes out and say you cannot gather this number, and then that number of people are hungry, but you cannot gather with them and give them food. But at the same time, you're not able to move around to gather resources to assist these different families. So that was one of our challenges. Now, coming into the recent uh, 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 spate of, 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 of unrest in the country, we know that they are politically motivated to a certain degree. Yeah. But at the same time, um, it has been a culmination of frustrations that have been coming. Uh, and, 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 and some may call it a trigger. We're just waiting for, 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 for a trigger, something for something to, to happen. happen. Yeah. And, and, and you'll see that, you know, even the, the racial tensions that came mm. just as part of that, what is happening in Phoenix, uh, yeah. what happened in other parts of the country, it, it, it no longer became looting. So now suddenly it was black and white, mm. you know? And, and we are sitting on those racial tension bombs in this country. We are yeah. sitting on, on, on tensions that are in, uh, uh, influenced by uh, not only racial inequality, but gender inequality, uh, uh, economical inequality, and even political inequality. I was saying that throughout what has been happening, we are not condoning acts of violence, yeah. but we need to think critically of the reasons and the causes of why people are behaving in this way. But others, we know there were elements of criminalities, but there were people who were genuinely in need of the food. A current government will never then say, I'm going to take soldiers and, and, and send them yeah. to this people. Yeah. A current government should have engaged in discussions with these people. What we saw happening afterwards should have happened actually before. You know, that was good, but it was late. It was after. They should have went into the communities and said, you have voted for us. You are not happy with this. What can we do? Let's start having a discussion. Mm. Yeah. So, so, so multiple truths are able to exist at the same time. It could be that people are, are, are doing acts of criminality. Uh, for whatever reasons, politically motivated or otherwise. But also, could be that people are doing this because they are hungry, genuinely. Mm. And what do you say about those people? Yeah. Now, coming to you personally, mm. yeah, you're an academic, you're a businessman, mm. and an, uh, a sought-after mm. speaker and professional, you know? Since you found Nimni, yeah. not in my name, international, and uh, with all of its accolades and achievements, what what stands out for you the most? Mm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and it is a most difficult question. <laughs> you know, it's 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 good. It's good. I I've been you know fortunate enough to be involved in fellowships in the United States, in, 
in London and made big connections. Uh, mm-hmm. It's easy for me to, re- to receive an email from the UN and say we are doing good work and would like to feature you people or a magazine comes and say we want to or TV comes and does this. That's all well and nice, mm-hmm. but um, but but for me, as I I may have mentioned this earlier, for me what stands out the most is the ability to go you know, to the south deepest points of this country and be embraced by people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've got a, we've got a, a what do you call this, a, an orphanage center that we adopted in Mafikin. You know, when we arrive there, those kids, mm-hmm. you know, when they see us, they know that, yeah, you know, at least we know there's gonna be food, there's gonna be toys, there's gonna be this. And for me, that's what stands out. And for me, that is the real impact, you know, and how you can support them. For me, that's what stands out the most. Mm. And and we've been fortunate enough in that in the work that we do, we're able to influence other people to take up similar issues in their own spaces of influence, in their own communities. Um, and, 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 and I won't lie and say I'm not happy with what I've achieved even personally. Yeah. Uh, it feels good to know that, you know, in, Pre, pre, the presidential president in, 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 the, in the United States, they know me, I can submit, uh, make submissions, I can, you know, come up with topics that are debated by students. Yeah. Um, I just completed the Mandela Washington Fellowship. Uh, I'm receiving the alumni status and certificates signed by President Joe Biden. Those things are, are good, you know. Um, those things, they are nice for the ego. For yeah. the confidence, you know, <laughs> uh, when I'm speaking, when they introduce me, they read all that stuff. It's a, but the most thing that stands out for me, you know, uh, it's 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 it's, it's that that, uh, that woman in Atreville will say, you know, because you came today, we're going to eat, and we've been eaten in four days, mm. a decent meal. That for me is what stands out, you know, and mm. and I think that is what each and every South African should should focus on. Mm. making a difference. So going forward, um, what's next for Nimni and yeah. for CHNT? For me, um, um, so this year, obviously due to COVID and whatever, so I used it to um, take some more leadership uh, short courses. I did, I, did, uh, I did one, completed. The second one, I am shy. Also, uh, my time, which was a problem, mm. um, but I've also been busy with the Mandela Washington Fellowship, which is a flagship program of the Young African Leaders Initiative. Uh, but at the same time, I'm also studying with with, with Gibbs Gordon Institute of Business Science, yeah. Yeah, University of Pretoria, yeah. uh, studying for social entrepreneurship towards a social entrepreneurship and um, program. Mm. So this year was that more of personal development as we do this community work. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited about my future personally, but also as an organization, because as I said, we launched our Pan-African desk this, this uh, the 25th of May, uh, Africa Day. And we've got a few members in Kenya, in Zim, uh, in, in, in Mozambique, in Namibia. You know, it's just a group of six, five people, but we, when we started, I was alone. And yeah. now we've got over 54,000 uh, in, in, in South yeah, Africa, yeah. people who've, who were supporting us and joined the organization. So that says to me, those seven people who are doing the work on the ground in, in, in Namibia, 
after five years they would be ten thousand or even hundred thousand so looking ahead into the future is to grow the organization my prayer is that by in the next when we turn 10 years right uh, we should at least have a footprint in 25 african countries um, which is almost more or less half of the african half of the continent, yeah, half of yeah. the continent. so that is my 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 my, my dream um, to also to grow you know uh, in the organization itself here yeah, capacity wise we, we we really don't have capacity at the level that i would want. i want to see us moving into bigger office space having group of researchers having a legal wing you know having a program management wing uh, having a marketing media uh, wing you know running a multinational um, civic society group something that has never happened in the country before or even in africa